September 26, 1998. Kachanka Caracal escapes thanks to Hurricane George's. When I saw the devastation caused by a huge pine tree crashing down on the wall of the chain link open air caracal pen, I just knew the occupants, Kachinga and Kachanga, would not be there. Surprisingly, Kachinga, the female, was, and we caught her quickly and moved her to a secure space. But Kachanga, the male, was missing. That began a 40 acre wide search for the missing cat. Scott Lope and Daniel Capiro yelled across the lake that they'd found him. He was at the westerly southern perimeter fence, and when confronted with the two young men, Kachanga started up the six-foot chain-link fence. There was barbed wire at the top, and Daniel scrambled after the caracal, catching him with one hand and holding onto the wire with the other as the barbed wire slowed the cat's progress. The cat turned and latched onto Daniel's hand and wouldn't let go. When I arrived with the carrier, we liked to never got Daniel's hand out of the caracal's mouth to be able to shut the door. Once a wild cat latches on, they just won't let go. I remember Nirvana Ocelot latching onto me, and the only way I was able to detach the cat was to run the bathtub full of water so I could plunge my aching, bleeding arm, ocelot and all, underwater long enough for the ocelot to decide that breathing was preferable to biting. Since that was kind of short, I'm also going to do this one that was some goals that I set, and this is dated September 27, 1998. 1. Religion. Get my life right with God. Join the church and become active in classes or cleaning. Bring more people to Christ through more than just my example. Get Jamie back in church. 2. Real estate. Get the business back on its feet, cleaning up properties and titles, obtaining good long-term tenants on all parcels, pay back taxes, and organize a better way to stay on top. Six, protecting the assets, settling conservatorship with Don's kids and Anne, get my properties out of conservatorship's control, retitling my assets to shield my identity, retitling conservatorship properties to protect assets, insuring for liability, insuring for hazard and flood. Seven, better tax strategies, learn more about exchanging and tax applications. Get books onto a reliable and easily applied program. Move tax records from Ferlita to Dave Burton. Plan for Don's estate to minimize taxation. Plan for Carol's estate to minimize taxation. Eight, grow the business enough through careful selection to maximize profits. Nine, teach Jamie how to take over when I'm gone. Ten, set up mom with her own management company so that she is independent and can be her own boss. 11. Set Dad up with his own property improvement company so that he can be independent and be his own boss. And then this is like Roman numeral 3, Wildlife on Easy Street. 12. Set up board of directors who can act in my absence and who can shield me from liability claims. 13. Get all of the animals into comfortable cages. There are 24 cats, 2 black and white lemurs, and 10 ring-tailed lemurs, and a civet waiting for permanent pens. 14. Make Wildlife on Easy Street self-sufficient political support via supporting candidates who are likely to be leaders, political public support through public appearances, and as for that political support, that's something that can't be done by the sanctuary, it had to be done by me. Public support through pu public appearances, strengthen our volunteer program and empower its leaders, advertise more wisely locally and abroad, improve website for global recognition of name and mission, 
improve cabin facilities to include restrooms, cable, TV, phones, and to be more safe for the overnight cat, team up with large businesses that need the publicity of supporting a wildlife cause. 15. Install barricades to bring refuge into state compliance by the year 2000 and allow more freedom of movement of guests without increasing liability. This will increase our ability for tour groups with children. 16. Public restroom facilities for toilets, sinks, and showers. 17. Change all pens that are required to be changed by the year 2000, i.e. all leopard cages, there were 14 of them, must have roofs, tiger pens and lion pens, five acres, and must have a four-foot, 45-degree overhang around the outside walls, and cougars, we had 14 at the time, must have one or the other, the four-foot, 45-degree overhang, or be... I don't know how big it says it has to be. Um, anyway, 18, install hot wire around the perimeter fence to ensure the cats stay in. 19, secure perimeter fences to decrease possibility of poachers coming in. 20, secure parking lot from the rest of the facility so as to keep guests from driving in and wandering off unescorted. Install a more heavy-duty electronic gate and put the old one on the parcel next door. 21. Secure gift shop items so they can be seen and purchased but not stolen. Check auctions and classifieds for locking glass cabinets. 22. Secure front gate with TV monitors so that from inside we can tell who is at the gate and if anyone is helping them. 23. Improve access road and internal roads. 24. Stage lighting for the Wild Eyes at Night tours which would double to help in an emergency. 25. Install an audio system capable of playing music, announcements, and paging staff. 26. Build a visitor center resembling the huge tiki hut on the beach with rustic palm-shaded dock and a deck overlooking the lake. This will be where the caracals are now, so we need eight more cages. It can serve as an auditorium and meeting hall for us and for rent. It can be used for a dining hall with permanent kitchen for guests, staff, and volunteers. It can be a museum that can be rented out. The museum would house the mounted animals who have died here and feature skins, skulls, etc. as a learning aid about these animals that are so near extinction. It could be used as a wedding hall and a reception area. This is a huge business in the Tampa Bay area and I don't, any, I don't know anywhere where you can be married in paradise. 27. State-of-the-art veterinary facility and neonatal care with dormitories for interns and glass viewing area for the cubs. I would like to have our own full-time vet on staff who is capable not only of providing for our animals but who can teach the vet students from the U.S. and all of those from foreign countries who have asked for experience here. Petting zoo area where people can get hands-on experience with minimal liability. This would help considerably with our school groups. And I'm talking about like llamas and goats there, not petting big cats. Reliable transport, i.e. vans and buses, to get the cats safely out of town safely to out-of-town events which can house the cats comfortably during their stay. Paint shops paint job should be a rolling billboard advertising the sanctuary. Food prep and freezers should be a concrete block building capable of holding much more food and easier to clean. All refrigeration, food storage, food dishes, sinks, and preparation counters would be under one roof and therefore much more easily monitored and cleaned. So those were my goals in September of 1998. The only one that I find surprising there is the one where it was talking about cubs, and I have to imagine that I must have been 
referring to kittens, bobcat kittens that we rehab for release. Although at that time we weren't doing that yet and we had already stopped breeding in 1997. So I don't know what cubs I thought would be coming into the sanctuary unless I thought that it would be possibly a continuation. We had been um, in 93, 94, 95, and 97, we had been rescuing small kittens, uh, bobcats and lynx kittens from fur farms. And I would frequently intermingle the words kittens and cubs inappropriately. So it could be that I was thinking there's still places in Canada that we need to get the cats out of there and rescue them. And so there would be kittens that we could put into a viewing area where people could see the kittens. So that's the only thing that makes sense to me because we had absolutely zero plans of breeding after that point. 